Hey Gators! I'm Shaka Sunil. And I'm Kriti Pichu. Today we're here to talk about our opinions on the bus route system. So as we all know, Wake County Public School Systems puts in a lot of work um, into organizing the bus routes, uh, deciding what bus stops go where, um, just everything regarding the bus route system. Right. But we have a few criticisms about it. And mm -hmm. we know that a lot of this is also because of COVID with regulations and mm -hmm. rules and bus driver shortages, which is a huge part of buses backing up. Mm -hmm. So we are taking that into account while we give our opinions on our stances with us going forward. Yeah. So we have some information uh, that we got from Jeffrey Mellon, who's a transportation staff at WCPSS. Um, when asked about how bus stops are grouped together to form bus routes, Mr. Mellon says that stops are usually grouped, usually in the same areas, subdivisions, path of the bus. And also when asked when bus, how bus stops are selected within neighborhoods, he said that each bus stop must be around 0.2 miles apart and stops are determined by where the students are located and equity for all students within that neighborhood. Which basically means that stops should be in like equal distances so that no student is like waiting too long, no student is waiting too little. Um, just kind of making it fair for everyone. Although in our opinion, we feel like the stops are a bit weirdly placed out mm -hmm. since we have experiences with it as well. For example, I live in a neighborhood which has, I live in a neighborhood where I have friends who go to the school who live like five houses down from me or a certain distance away from me. And we go on completely different bus stops, completely different bus routes in which it would be easier for them to be at my bus stop or it would be they get home earlier than I do, which just makes it unfair since I have to stand there for an hour longer than mm -hmm. they do. And we're going to the same exact place. Yeah, that's like similar to my bus route. And there was like stops that we pass in the morning and we don't pick them up for whatever reason. And then we go to two other bus stops and pick up no one because those bus stops have no one on there and then we just go back through our neighborhood and then to green level it doesn't really make sense to me maybe there's some sort of reasoning behind that that we are not aware of but and to go along with also how they like pick what bus stop goes mm -hmm. first and what doesn't when tracking my bus i've noticed how the bus will pass straight by my stop and go into a different um and go to, to a different neighborhood while they're passing an entrance to my neighborhood, which just makes it so that the bus drivers have to drive around in circles. And it just yeah. takes much longer to get to where you have to. And I'm sure there's a reason for it, but it just seems kind of illogical when you're on yeah. the bus and trying to get home. There's like, there should, there should probably be some sort of way that you can right. reduce these inefficiencies within the bus route. So Mr. Mellon also answered when asked about how bus routes are scheduled during morning and afternoon timings. Runs are scheduled through our routing, routing team in collaboration with the operations team through TIMS, which is Transportation Information Management System. The objective in the morning is to arrive at school before the bell rings. In a perfect world, all runs would be at school before 7, 10 a.m. In the afternoon, the intent is to make ride times meet board policies. 
So in the morning, while we do know that getting students in by 725, which is when our bell rings, is ideal, it does make it a bit unfair. Since we have so many students who do go on the bus in the morning, it makes it so, and with such small bus routes, mm -hmm. it makes it so that so many students have to have, it makes it so that the buses have to go back and forth and back and forth. And since they have to go out so much, it makes it so that the earliest students might get picked up at 6.20 a.m. And they're coming to school at like 6.40. While the latest student gets in at like 7.25, which is like over 30 minutes. Yeah, that's a crazy difference. And also, the same students who come at 6.40 in the morning might be coming at like... Getting home. Oh, getting home at like... Um, Three, three, maybe even three fifteen, which is an hour after school. And yeah, so I feel like there's like a few unbalanced things throughout the uh, system, and it's a little confusing on how they decided these timings because um, it's just not really fair and balanced. Right, and I agree because some students um, are getting to school late and getting home early, mm -hmm. which doesn't seem fair compared to people who wake up at 5 a.m. just to make it to their bus and mm -hmm. then get home at 3.20, which is after middle school ends. Exactly. And we know that the middle school buses sometime, even if you're a later route, like a second route, we know that the bus the buses even overlap sometimes. Right. For example, we interviewed a student Nico Laguna, a freshman at Green Level, mm -hmm. who said how sometimes he gets home around 2.50, even 3.10 on late days, while his sister, who's a middle schooler, gets home 20 minutes after he does, which is crazy. Yeah, and that's kind of like also kind of my experiences as well. Um, I get home at maybe, I want to say at least like around 3 on average every single day. Um, while in middle school, my bus was an early route, but... I got home like at three fifteen. That's Which like is a fifteen minutes. After exactly. That's like ends. a really short difference, and it's confusing to me how they even like created this whole system so that that happens. Right, and I mean, we know again with COVID, mm -hmm. there is like a shortage of bus drivers, which means less people to drive people around, and also with COVID regulations, there has to be less people on the bus, and so we know that that's a bit. That's the cause of, a pro of the problem, but right. I feel like it could be handled better and maybe more efficiently with what stops are placed where. Yeah, and that's also like kind of coming off of those efficiencies in the bus routes, that would actually reduce time by a lot, in my right. opinion, especially just looking at how the bus has to take um, kind of like weird tipsy-turvy routes. Like it passes my neighborhood entrance and then goes to a different. It bus says stop. the same thing. Yeah, entrance, which is just really <laughs> weird. And also, with students getting home much later than they normally would, it also causes a lot of problems. If you have an appointment, mm -hmm. or if you have extracurriculars, sports, other um, other things that you might have to do, like right, like these things, they shouldn't be put on hold, like. Because your student can't get home. Yeah, these are commitments. Like, you know, these are things that you have to do probably weekly, maybe even daily. Right. Um, and then there's also the matter of, like, not just high schools, but middle schools, elementary schools, all getting affected by this, like, at least one, like, late route. Right. 
if for example, yeah, um, high schoolers, if high schoolers are getting home around 3, 310, mm -hmm. then this is going to affect elementary schoolers so much more drastically since the buses are reused for right. high school, middle school, elementary school. And I've heard of parents saying that their elementary schoolers have gotten home around five, which is crazy because imagine if you had a little like six year old right. getting home at five, I would be worried. And just I'd so be worried. Concerned. I'd be really, um, Scared, I wouldn't honestly. be happy with this bus system at all because that's not something like your your kids should be home like not an hour yeah, not an hour lot, literally an hour after school ends actually it's more than an hour I'm pretty sure a lot of elementary schools end at like 3:45 so that's like ridiculous in my opinion and we know that Wake County might be trying to do whatever they can to help mm -hmm. I just feel like there are a lot of ways that they could go to get it. Mm -hmm. faster a few solutions that we have um this is also we're trying to take into account as best as possible as we said before the right. regulations of covid and just the bus rest system in general right so one of the solutions mm -hmm. that we have is that when there's a large neighborhood with multiple stops who where the kids are assigned to different buses instead of having them be on different buses like they are they could group all of those stops in one neighborhood together. That way the bus is only going through one neighborhood and doesn't have to loop through multiple. Right, and that's also like, if there's a bunch of neighborhoods with stops that are close to each other, just like that, I feel like there's something that could try to be worked out. Right, and also we overlap buses every mm -hmm. day. We pass them in the morning, we pass them in the afternoon. So I just think that if other buses are coming that way, it, I feel like there's always a way that you can yeah. reduce the stops and group them together in a more efficient way. And that kind of ties into how to figure out a better route, like on a map kind of like, right. if there's something where we can take a little, a few less turns that may like kind of past the neighborhood that you're going to go into in like a few minutes anyway. If Just there's some, of, yeah. Imagine better what would work out. Yeah, this, like we said before as well, like this, this would really cut down on inefficiencies and also time very is. likely, yeah, very likely cut down on time as well, which is helpful for all the students. We need time to do our homework, do our stuff, just relax in general. Right. School is stressful. You know, yeah, school is stressful. We need that time. And also, another way that we can also solve these inefficiencies is to get more bus drivers. And we know that this is difficult, of course, yeah. with pay, because you need money to pay them, of course. But I think that reducing the time that bus drivers have to be trained could also be helpful, since maybe more people would want to apply to be a bus driver. Right. Because we have the school buses, we just don't have the bus drivers. Yeah, we see it every single day in the bus loop. We see there's the buses. multiple buses just outside of our school, but mm -hmm. there's no one to drive them, which makes them kind of useless. Yeah, and it makes sense, of course, you know, COVID, like the whole right. year, they haven't been doing much. So it makes sense that they're not, um, you know, there's like a shortage. But again, With if more, they could just try to like speed up maybe... Um, kind of training training yeah just like speed up everything just speed up the process of recruitment hopefully we can get things uh more efficient as well as with more bus drivers that means that students can again to our same point right can get home faster mm -hmm. and earlier earlier and then also in the mornings things can be a little bit more uh efficient right
And also we know that, of course, the transportation team, they're all adults and they're all very smart individuals. And we know that they obviously plan out things in a way that they'll work out best for everybody. But, and and we're just... (laughs) We're just, we're, we're just students. talking about our opinions, but but in a way that might be yeah. right. And comparing a route on paper to actually being in your bus and going through the route yourself can show you many flaws in yeah, the route. Because we have like a more firsthand experience, especially with routes that I would say are kind of have like the worst end of the stick. Right. Because we come really early in the morning and then or at least my bus route does. And yeah, then it, my and bus my bus comes extremely late. <laughs> but I think that while the transportation team does plan out stuff in order of distances and maybe like in order of like efficiency, being on the bus can tell you a lot more about how right. efficient the bus route actually is. With that, we just want to wrap up our bus route podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, we just want to mention again that the Wake County Public System, we know they work really hard. Right. We're really grateful for that, how hard they work. Um, we just wanted to show our perspectives as students who do have firsthand experience on the bus and yeah, we, the inefficiencies. You know, like we ride the bus, we're on the bus every single day. Um, and we hope this gives a little insight about that. So, right. So thank you for listening. And we and hope you have a great day.